Yeah, welcome back to Anchored and Devoted. This is Pastor Joseph, and that is Pastor Jer. And we are two crazies who love God and love you and pray that you're having a blessed day. Um, If you aren't up to speed, this is part of a series. We're looking at the Ten Commandments. Um, Jeremy voted for in reverse, and I think it's a one-vote policy in our group, so... (laughs) (laughs) Whoever votes first wins. And uh, uh, we're going to go through Exodus 20 looking um, at the passage. But today we're looking um, at verses 14 and 15. They're super long. Just buckle up. I'm just joking. They're really, really short. Um, Anything you want to say before we get started, sir? No, I'm good. Good morning. Glad you guys are here. That's it. Well, let's read through it real quick. Then we can talk. Exodus 20, um, 1 through 19, or 18, we'll see. And God spoke all these words, saying, this is out of the ESV, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make yourself a carved image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them or serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing steadfast love to thousands of those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain remember the sabbath day to keep it holy six days you shall labor and do all your work but the seventh day is the sabbath to the lord your god on it you shall not do any work you or your son or your daughter your male servant or your (coughs) female servant or your livestock or the sojourner who is within your gates for in six days the lord made heaven and earth the sea and all that is in them and rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Honor your father and your mother that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not murder. Our verses for today. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife his male servant or his female servant or his ox or his donkey or anything that is your neighbor's. Now, when all the people saw the thunder and the flashes of lightning and the sound of the trumpet and the mountain smoking, the people were afraid and trembled and they stood afar off and said to Moses, you speak to us and we will listen, but do not let God speak to us lest we die. Amen. Amen. We got blessed the reading, hearing and living out of his word. Yep. So we're looking at verses 14 and 15 today. You should not commit adultery and you shall not steal. Um, earlier, we looked at you shall not bear false witness because we're going to reverse. You shall not covet your neighbor's anything. His Yoda, his house, his bride, his swimming pool. You know, I actually, this is just random and it has nothing to do with our topic for today, but I was reading a study (laughs) because I'm quite geeky. Um, I was reading a study that talks about why the grass is always greener on the other side um, and just how 
when God created grass, he made it so that at certain angles, it looks greener. Mm-hmm. And um, this one individual, the scientist, um, who was a believer, was studying this and um, found out that it's true, that at certain angles, grass looks greener. And so often when we do look over the fence and we see grass that looks greener, it really, we know isn't, but it does look greener to our eyes because of the angle. Um, and so it's, it's funny that it isn't just an envy thing, but there is a, um, a perception, a perspective, uh, a filter that we have built in um, to see things as greener, or at least the grass specifically. Um, sorry, that was random. But anyway, if we think about that when it comes to adultery and stealing, <laughs> um, it always looks better in the window. It does. Once you own it, you realize, huh, this isn't all it was cracked up to be. It's, it's so true. Um, yeah, James, I'm thinking about where do fights and worlds come from among you? You want and don't have, and so you steal and you kill. Um, we're going to get to kill mm-hmm. in an upcoming episode, but we have here stealing and you know, so you and I were talking about this morning. Um, I got the order of the commandments mixed up in my mind. I thought we were doing steal and kill today. You said no, it's steal and adultery, and and those two are they're sort of a double set. Stealing is what you do to things. Adultery is stealing someone else's spouse yes <laughs> or it is stealing it's stealing your fidelity from your own spouse you know you can put adultery with someone yep. who's not married she'll be fornicating or he'll be fornicating if if you're a woman but if you are married for you to step outside of the fidelity of your bonds of marriage yes i used bonds of marriage because it is a binding it is a binding agreement that ties you together that you simply you are not free to set your own um, parameters for understanding mm-hmm. the idea that we can enter into a marriage contract with our own idea of what marriage is and say, well, because this is what I'm doing, it's legitimate, doesn't fly. Marriage is an institution that exists outside of you or I that we enter into, and we enter into it according to its definitions, not ours. All right, soapbox is now put away. I don't think that was a big soapbox. Like, it wasn't, but I didn't mean to go there. I just kind well, of. Well, I think it's part of understanding that when we talk about stealing and adultery, there are boundaries that are God given that are meant for our good and the relationship with God as well as with others. And often we think of the Ten Commandments from a Western perspective of an individual. And you were making it clear that this is part of community. This is part of our identity and relationship to God, as well as with others. It's not just when I steal that I don't um, uh, I don't even know how to say it. When I steal by sleeping with someone else's spouse before they're married or when they're married, I'm, I'm stealing from both my bride, my wife, but I'm also stealing from their future mate. Um, and then I'm also stealing just to keep it clear from God, because 
I belong to him. And we can go further than that. You're stealing from your children Mm -hmm. because the fidelity of your family flows out of the fidelity of your holding your marriage vows. And you're stealing from your community Mm. because the strength of your community is built upon the foundation of the institution of marriage. And you're stealing from your church because the reputation of your role in that organization is based on your fidelity. And we can, we can work this out. The fact is because, because these commandments were given as God's command to us for how to live together with each other in righteousness before God, there's no aspect of our lives that isn't being robbed when we steal. And I don't want to, I don't want to come off sounding legalistic here. I was about to say it doesn't matter whether you're stealing, you know, from a bank down the street or you're stealing paper clips. Okay, we can get into some nuances of is it stealing paper clips if the bowl's been set out there for you to take? Well, no. Okay, we'll set that one aside. I'm not trying to get into the minutia here. <laughs> Does it have the same impact if you steal paper clips or pens from the bank as opposed to ten thousand dollars from that same bank? Yeah, it does make a difference. That's why we see a different kind of sentence being handed out. That's why there's different categories in our legal system mm-hmm. for delineating theft from grand theft from blah, blah, blah. Right. Murder versus. Yes. Um, you know. But um, at, the, at, the, at the core of this is I want. I want. And every time we run into any kind of boundary, mm-hmm. that our, when our I want hits a boundary, we're faced with a choice. Am I going to trust that this boundary is here for my good? Am I going to trust that this boundary has been ordained by a loving, good Heavenly Father who's for my flourishing? Or am I going to trust that this boundary has been placed here by a vindictive, spiteful, angry, fun-hating, suffer-forming deity who, you know, just likes taking advantage of weaker people? That's really what it comes down to. Whether I'm talking about stealing your car or stealing your rims or stealing your bride. It's all theft. And, and fundamentally, I think what you were saying is we're ultimately stealing from God. I'll, I'll say it this way. I've got four kids and I give to each of my kids. I'll serve them dinner. Food that I've bought with my money that I work for, food that I've prepared with my hands, that I'm serving them with my hands first, giving them the best of everything I have. And then they'll sit there and they will reach over and try to grab something off of someone else's plate. Or they'll look and say, but he got a bigger side. Why he gets so much? Or she got and, and I know that God looks to us and must say something similar. Say, Guys, I gave all that to you. When you steal from them, you're taking from me the joy of being able to give even more abundantly 
to you. And you're robbing yourself of the experience of walking in that joy. It's often brought up uh, the thought of, well, what if I have to do it because, you know, it's need based? Like, is it okay? Um, there is no need for adultery. <laughs> so let's just get that straight. Um, there's the, the question you're asking, Jared, is can I go to God um, with my need um, or with my want? And yield to his answer. Um, do I have a relationship with him that is strong enough to be able to handle the answer? Or is my pride one where I have to do it myself? Pride is one of those um, root issues that we bump into that bears fruit in a variety of ways. And one of which is being able to rationalize whatever you're doing. Absolutely. Because then I can figure it out. It, it, I can rationalize as opposed to being prayerful and, and asking God to do the extraordinary. Yes. I'd rather spend time asking God to make bread fall from heaven <laughs> than trying to figure out a way to get God to bless me stealing something. Um, why? Because this is the God of creation, and we often try and put him in a box of he deals with the big things, and I deal with the small things. We're going to see that when we look at the second commandment, but it's completely true here. And this is what James says. He says, you don't have because you don't ask. Mm -hmm. And when you do ask, you ask amiss. You just want to serve yourself and spend on yourself. Mm. You use the word rationalize, and that made me think of this thought that I've never had before, but I'm sure someone has had it before me. So I'm not going to take credit for this. We got to understand that just like assuming does a certain thing to you and me, when we rationalize, we're telling ourselves rational lies. Mm. We have to, we really have to attune ourselves to not buy our own promotions, our own marketing. I'm really good at telling myself rational lies. Mm. Now, there's the other side of this, right? Is it sufficient for us to simply not steal, to not commit adultery? Am I okay if I don't ever look at another woman to lust after her, but in my marriage, I also don't look at my wife? I don't pursue her. I don't take the time and make the effort to cultivate a deepening, trusting relationship. Is it okay if I don't steal from people, but when I pass you on the street and you're in need, or you're my friend and I know that you're in need, I check my stock portfolio and my 401k and I say, mm, I'm really sorry to hear you're just going through that. Let me know how it goes. <laughs> There's objection, Your Honor, leading the witness. No, no, no. The, when you <laughs> said, I'm sorry to hear that you're going through that, you are going through that. Um, that placing someone in a box of other, um, not seeing that they bear the image of God, not seeing that um, 
all time. Again, you're a living sacrifice. We are living sacrifices as his children. Um, then I would say we are stealing from God. I would definitely say that um, we're not following him. <laughs> and if we're not following, then we're doing our own thing, which means like sheep, we're wandering. Mm-hmm. And we're called to follow. He's calling us. We're built to follow, and our um, heart is to be centered in a model of staying in tune with him or uh, staying in relationship with him, worshiping him. And so if I'm if I'm doing my own thing and I'm a sacrifice that I'm stealing. All right. So let me ask a a follow-up question and dig a little deeper into this this potential wound. Is it same scenario? I um I I, I'm not stealing anyone else's wife or future spouse. Um I'm pursuing my wife. I'm I'm putting on the calendar, you know, date time and um I'm being a good, faithful husband in that respect, but I don't actually care about what my wife is going through. I don't steal from you, and I, I certainly help mm. you out when you're suffering, um, but I'm doing it because I have money, and it's just as easy for me to throw some bills your way and not actually, I'm not actually caring about what happens to you. I'm just dealing with the problem that's in front of me. Is mm. that okay? This, I mean, this gets back to the the root issue, the heart issue of um, do I genuinely want to live a life that's fruitful, a life that is centered in sacrifice, um, following Christ, um, an uncomfortable life? one where my comfort is found in Christ, but I can't experience that unless I get uncomfortable. Um, A lot of, you know, that question is comfort driven. Um, Or me focused. Yes, I'm, you know, I'm technically doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I can say to the world that everything looks fine, but I know in my heart, things are not. Um, I know that um, as God looks on the inward things, he's going to see that that's not okay. And um, I think there are two sides to this, whether it's a blindness because of um, uh, hardness, hardening of the heart, or if it's a, um, a blindness, a willful blindness as far as um, I'm hurt and so i'm now trying to harm the other even though i'm doing what i'm supposed to do like sure um you know this whether it's a a mindset of i'm trying to protect myself and therefore i'm not gonna expose myself to hurt um that gets back into the space of rationalizing and um and trying to come up with a a mode that uh, doesn't match being vulnerable with God or 
um, going before him with everything and then following him in the process. How would you answer this? Well, I'd actually ask one more question because I think it takes us, it takes me <laughs> to go with this. Okay. Well, then you answer the question. What's the That's question? Fine. I'll answer the question. <laughs> the question is if I'm doing these things and I am pursuing to love my wife out of love for her and I am caring for you as my neighbor, I'm digging out of my own pocket to provide for you and your need because I care about you. Is it okay for me to stop doing that at some point and say, I'm sorry, I can't go any further than this. And my answer to all these questions is built off of two simple, I'll say, I'll say fundamental truths. First is God has created us to live in community, to, to live in relationships. Again, the purpose Mm -hmm. for this law that's been given is so that the society of God's people can live together in society with God's people and in righteousness before God. So the first part is I can't, I can't follow God if I'm not living in relationship. And if I'm not pursuing relationship, because that's what God made me to do. And that's what he has called me to do. And that's what he has saved me to do. Secondly, there's the the second fundamental truth is he is God and I am not. I'm accountable to him, but I'm not responsible to be him. And so there's my responsibility is to give of myself and to trust that he's going to supply my needs according to his riches and glory. But once my needs are no longer sufficient, it simply puts me back at the very obvious starting place. God's the one who's been providing the needs for my wife for relationship and for your needs and your destitution. He's simply been using me. It was never my responsibility to step into the place of being God. And again, this goes back to what we're going to get to in the future of you shall have no other gods before me. Mm. But that comes out of, and I love this, I am the Lord your God who rescued you from Egypt from the land of slavery. This is who I am. Everything else flows out of and follows from this reality. Now, because of this, because of who I am, you live in relationship. You serve and love out of relationship and know that I am the Lord who rescues. And and I would say that with that comes healthy boundaries. I don't know why that's choking me up, but it does. (laughs) Like it's, It's one of those things where um, God's giving us boundaries with the Ten Commandments. He's making it clear that we are to have boundaries in our lives. Um, And these boundaries aren't to be ones um, um, that uh, negate relationship. If anything, they foster it. So I draw closer to God. Yeah. Um, um, You know, the boundary of stealing is pretty hard there. That's, That's pretty clear um you can make the barrier whatever you want but that there there shouldn't be any reaching through the fence on that one the same (laughs) for committing adultery well you know some boundaries are porous and some are uh, absolutely uh, you know are are see-through but 
for these two, it's these are these are significant ones that make it clear that we aren't supposed to be going past the electric fence. Don't you know? You shall not no. commit adultery. <laughs> it's, a, it's a no fly zone. Um, you shall not steal. These are are pretty clear. Um, anyone can rationalize whatever they want, but this is very clear. You, know, you can think of some random scenario where I have to commit adultery to save a thousand people because they've been kidnapped by blood. Whatever, dude, stop. Stop trying to find the loophole as opposed to striving to again learn rational lies. Oh, is your heart looking or looking to learn of God? Does it have that holy curiosity that wants to draw near? Or are you striving to find the error or the um the whole being critical um just for critical sake isn't a spiritual gift <laughs> um understand if you have a gift of you know discernment uh, and it's got many different names or labels where you're able to see the problems then no that's a space for you to lean into it that doesn't mean you should be trying to figure out a way to get around it so if you know that you have a wandering eye at everything that passes you, and you know that this is clear, don't commit adultery, then how do we not do that? Not how can I get away with it? Right. <laughs> right like, like, okay, I need to draw closer to God. Let's study his word. Who did well with this? Who failed with this? How can I learn so that I can do better? Um, right. th- that is the fun of being in relationship with God. He's infinite. I, he has all wisdom. I can now go and grow with him um, and know that he will shield my eyes. He will hold my tongue. He will remind me of his word. Um, that is, you know, there's, there's so much of an opportunity here, and yet we often view it as restrictive. We do. Well, but think about the way that Jesus talked about it. We know Jesus talked about adultery because he says, if your sin, if your eye causes you to stumble, pluck it out and throw mm-hmm. it away from you. He immediately then follows it by says, if your hand causes you to steal, if your hand rather causes you to stumble, cut it off. I don't, I don't think Jesus was, was just trying to grab another metaphor. I think he's simply following the 10 commandments. It's a don't commit adultery. Don't steal. And Jesus says, it's so important. It's better that you maim yourself physically than to be blotted out of the book of life because you would not adhere to the boundaries that God has given to us for our good. Amen. I, um, yeah, so I, you know, this is going to be a, a simple, easy, fast light <laughs> episode. Don't commit adultery. Don't steal. What more is there to say? I did not intend to, to get heavy, but you know me, uh, it's probably the, the Latin in me. Like, what? <laughs> what Latin in you? You're Puerto Rican and Italian. Yeah, those are both Latin-based uh, <laughs> cultures. Espanol, Italiano. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're not buying this. Uh, Rationalize. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, on that note, folks. Um, 
<laughs> we, uh, I strongly encourage you to hit subscribe <laughs> and give money to this venture. No, please Otherwise, stop. it could be. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> please stop. We both got full time jobs. We love you. Please share. You can get it. You can send us an email at anchoredanddevoted at gmail.com. You can reach us out on not social media because I'm sure not there, but you can probably find him. Um, you have a great day. Thanks. You find for, me on social media. You'll never hear back from me. So <laughs> use the email. You can find uh, books that I've put on Amazon under Made New. Um, hopefully by the time this episode drops, I'll have a couple's devotional done, Made One. Um, if not, I'm sure it'll be done before Christmas. Hold on, um, hold up. You've also got, um, was it Seen the Proverbs? Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Uh, pictures of Proverbs. Um, those are in Amazon as well. Those are children's books. So, yes, you can catch me on Amazon. You can catch Jer on social media. Um, God bless. Have a fun day with him. We don't steal and don't sleep with nobody who you didn't marry. And if you are Bye-bye. married, do a lot of sleeping with them. That's right. <laughs> that is your bride. That is your <laughs> that is your groom. Um, bye-bye. Mm-hmm.